0: welcome to the become fire podcast a ministry of the franciscan friars of the holy spirit
1: if you'd like to learn more about this community visit them on the web at www.becomefire.faith that's F-A-I-T-H. now here are the friars hello and welcome to the become fire podcast this is your host father peter Teresa. I'm hosting because my esteemed colleague, Father Anthony, if you listened to our last episode, is currently on sabbatical. But fear not, I am joined by two of my dear brethren, our good, the newly minted Deacon Mm. Elijah. Minty. Welcome. Thank you very much. Very minty. Very minty. And also our dear brother... Brother Paul, welcome back to the show. Pleasure to be here. It is a pleasure to have you guys with us. Uh, please, uh, welcome back to the Become Fire podcast. Just before we start, I would just uh, like to ask you to please like and subscribe the podcast. Uh, we are always looking for new listeners. We're trying to get the show out there. And so if you would like and su- subscribe, it helps us get the show out there. So please do that. And uh welcome brothers. Welcome uh, to Phoenix done, and welcome to
2: the podcast. I don't think I've done either of those things.
1: You haven't liked or subscribed to the podcast? No. Oh, no
2: I'm brother. behind.
0: I'm he's, still stuck on did but when you said newly minted. Yes. Did you mean like like a coin is minted? Like or do you mean like a fresh mint? Like he's now fresh. <laughs> like mint. Because he took it he the deacon, the good deacon, the esteemed deacon. Wow. Seemed to take it as like he's like a fresh mint.
2: It was it was the the former. I thought of ice cream, like mint chocolate chip ice cream.
1: Yeah, you misunderstood me. Like a newly minted coin, because if I'm not mistaken, you have a new mark on your soul. Do you not? I do. Yeah. I do. So yes. yours
2: is definitely more correct theologically. But yes. But yours is more
0: delicious. Mine's
2: definitely more delicious. <laughs> I, I think I pictured the the bright green with the chocolate <laughs> yeah. chips that's in that's it. Right. Yeah, yeah. So and green,
0: green was speaking to newness of life as well. There's a lot of theological analogies we could draw. Maybe There's,
1: that'll be your new nickname. Thin mint, thin, oh, mint. <laughs> <laughs> thin mint. Okay. Well, hey. Uh, whatever, whatever works. I mean, we could try it. I'm yeah, open. we'll see what sticks. Okay. But because Father Anthony is on sabbatical, uh, the dear brothers will be joining us for the summer. So you have this to look forward to for uh, the rest of our summer. You, you guys, all remember. Deacon Elijah. He used to host the podcast last yes. year. Yes. The people have been begging. The people have been clamoring. The people have been asking, when will Brother Elijah come back and host the podcast? For all of you, those who who have been desiring this, he has returned. Wow. The prodigal son has returned to the podcast, and we are just so thrilled to have you. I don't know if I can handle all the pressure, to be honest. Some I'm, pressure. I'm be really real. happy Brother Paul's here to, to, to just, alleviate some of it. Yeah. That. yeah. Is Happy brother- to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a special episode today. Yeah, uh, I've been calling you Brother Elijah, which is true, which is correct. Uh-huh. But you also have a new title. Yes, something new that we can call you. You are now Deacon Elijah as well. I thought you were going to say Thinman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you are Thadment Elijah
2: from the henceforth.
1: Uh, but you are also that, but more importantly, I'm a deacon, and most especially, you are a deacon. Yeah, and so we wanted to take this opportunity to just ask you about that interview you about that. We we did it last year, or was it two years ago when you did your solemn vows? It was last summer. It was last summer, man. It's just it flies. time has flown. Yeah, it was really last summer. It, I. You're making me second guess myself, but we'll check the <laughs> Wait, records. What was last summer? His, his solemn vows. Yeah, I think so. feels feels like you've been a finally professed friar for a while. I know you wear it well. We do a lot. You do a lot. Yeah, yeah. I tell class. people we live dog years. We do. We live seven and one. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> was it really last year?
1: I, I, I'm, I'm. None of us
0: are sure at this. Nobody point. knows. Which is we part do part know you're solemnly professed. We do know. I we know that professed. with, this with is, certitude. This is certain,
1: and we also <laughs> and know I'm that you are a deacon, which is still. I'm
2: still trying that, I just it hasn't hit me fully yet. It's been, really? Yeah, sometimes people call me deacon and I'm kind of like looking around. You're like, like who, are you, who are you talking Who are about? you addressing right now, yeah. Wow. T- it's taking some time to really settle.
1: Yeah, yeah. But it's wonderful. That it's is wonderful. Like, mm-hmm. So <clears> let's <throat> just begin with uh, your ordination. Yeah. And I just want to ask you about that. So you were ordained uh, Divine Mercy Weekend, correct? Yeah. It was the, the, the Saturday of the octave of Easter, so it was yeah. right after Easter. So what was uh, what was it like to be ordained? Uh, it, you know, it it's hard to
2: describe it. Hmm. Um, all I know is it was nothing like I thought it would be. <laughs> oh, okay. So what did you think it was going to be like? <laughs> so I thought I was just kind of like going to go, you know, go up there and just kind of like do all the things, you know, you do like the, uh, you do the practice beforehand and You know, we we've done so. We did the the simple vows, and then I did the final vows. Right. um, So there was like a similar feel beforehand, um, but at the same time, it was totally different. So I think I just kind of I just kind of got there, and I didn't expect to be nervous. Mm. Like I thought that I wasn't going to be nervous. Uh, and they kept talking about, like, if you guys are going to get nervous and, like, <laughs> all these different things. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to be nervous. And I think it was probably, like, five or ten minutes right before, and I got, like, super nervous. Wow. And I was like, I didn't want to be nervous. <laughs> what do you think? Was it just, like, butterflies? Like I think it was just, like, it's one of those things where, like, when you're entering into something like this, it's, like, the reality of it doesn't hit yeah. you. Especially because you're you're intentionally preparing for it for so many years and— um, even just from the time where you you start discerning and seeing if that's what the Lord's calling you to, so there's a sense where it just doesn't doesn't feel real until it's actually the moment has arrived and you're like, wait a minute, like this is it's here, like this is actually
1: happening. So like kids will like daydream about like playing in the NBA and like yeah. th- like scoring the last like throwing a touchdown to win the game yeah. or you know <clears throat> hitting a grand slam wearing a Yankees pinstripe uniform. Yes, yes. Is that something that you did? Did you like, would you daydream about one day serving at the altar as a deacon and a priest and things? So it, not initially. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I was a hard target for the Lord, but.
1: Uh, but like, as you've been preparing. Definitely the last, yeah, these couple last couple of years. years yeah. Absolutely. You've yeah. been watching me up there and you're yeah. like, I could, I could do.
0: Oh, yeah. But how long have you felt like a call to like the altar as far as like for ordination to be a cleric?
1: Yeah. I mean, th- the first time I heard
2: a call to priesthood was, uh, I was still an undergrad. I think it was my senior year of college. So this is, this is well over 10 years ago. Um, so it's definitely been. you've yes, been chasing the dream for like up. 10 years? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yep. So it's been, it's been, uh, and I really think that first time I heard the call, you know, sometimes the Lord just plants a seed. So. Um, but yeah, definitely coming up the past couple of years, especially as I've been in religious life and then going to seminary, it just became more and more of a reality. yeah.
0: when did you start actively pursuing it? Priesthood
2: um I think it was when I went to Franciscan for my for my grads for my um masters um was when I was finally not dating. <laughs> the girl that I thought I was going to marry, and uh, and I was intentionally um, just just living a single life with Jesus, and, and really being intentional about my prayer, and and I was in a, a group there at, at the at Franciscan, um, a group of men who were discerning priesthood, and so you know there was some stuff there that um, kind of helped me to 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 discern. What type of priest I wanted mm. to be, diocesan, or was I going to be a religious as well? And, you know, starting to visit communities and getting to know more priests, seeing more holy men who were who were living the life of uh, priesthood. And that was kind of the more intentional part when that started. Yeah, um, for sure.
1: And then through there, just kind of continuing to mm-hmm. pursue it. So you got some butterflies right before the procession, oh, right yeah. before kickoff. Oh, yeah. You were feeling a little nervous. Yes. So. Was there two, I guess two questions I have for you. Was there a point in which those subsided? Mm-hmm. And was there any particular part of the liturgy that really sticks out to you that have you experienced uh, the movement of the spirit, grace, that were just really just struck you? Um, so they definitely, it definitely
2: subsided. And, and I think it was really just whenever it started Um, there was just like this. It was almost like I clicked into a piece Mm. where it was like, it was so, um, it was so, I I had so much peace and it it was almost like I was being walked through the liturgy um, that it almost, I was almost questioning like... (laughs) Like, is this peace or am I just, like, totally freaking out right now, you know?
1: There's a fine line between those things.
2: Yeah, yeah, because uh, it was just so deep. Yeah. Um, Surpasses
1: understanding. hmm
2: yeah. So, and it, it really just kind of lasted the entire liturgy, even to the point where, you know, my <laughs> my beloved classmates decided I was going to be the deacon of the word and give this little, like, thank you speech at the end, which right. I— I I had no desire to do that. (laughs) Um,
0: You did well, though. That was you did well.
2: Praise God. But like even that, I was a little nervous about, and it was just kind of like, it was just kind of like I was just being led through everything. It was. It was actually really. I was just able to pray, just really enter into like what's happening to me. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Is there a part of the liturgy that? you really remember? They're really striking to you?
2: Yeah, I, I think, you know, in a particular way, I felt that that piece really deepened during the prostrations. Mm. Um, and it
1: was different because, you know, we do that as a community for the vows. Um, I think, you know, maybe So because, just for maybe who, who's never been to a profession or a what do you mean by the prostrations?
2: Yeah, so the, the prostration is, is, so we'll have a, a litany of the saints, so a time where we invoke- You know many, many saints to pray for the men who are either taking their vows for religious life or who are you know getting ready to be consecrated and ordained to the Lord. Um, And basically, you're you're prostrate, you're you're laying face down, um, and just receiving those prayers as the people praise them, pray them over you, really, um, and invoke the saints on your behalf. Um, But you know when we do it as a community. I think for my my simple vows too but we did we do cruciform.
1: Just solemn, you don't solemn. Yeah yeah okay. just solemn. Yep. So so yeah, it I, is cruciform that's right. So you're you're lying down in the shape of a cross. Yeah. And and I, so I didn't do that for my diaconal ordination. Yes. So it
2: was a little bit different. And the the solemn vows we have like a really long it's litany. Really
0: long.
1: There's a lot of Franciscans yeah. who are asking for help. <laughs> There's the, 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 the graphic help. litany. Yeah. it yeah. definitely <laughs> takes a little bit. We need a lot of help. <laughs> yes. So, uh, but so it was a different experience.
2: I I thought like I knew what I was getting myself into in a sense, like with oh I've done this before, mm-hmm. you know. But there it really is. I think it speaks to the fact that like it really is two vocations, you know, mm, religious life and priesthood. Yes. Like it just kind of there was something different going on. You know, there was something different that the Lord yeah. was doing during that time. So,
1: so what was, there was like a deepening of that peace you were experiencing?
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: I just felt like I was really able to just pray and let go, yeah. you know, just really receive what was happening. During that litany where we we're asking for the saints to pray for us, do you feel like there was a particular saint who kind of like showed up and was like, Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray for you in a special way.
2: Yeah. So we got to pick two okay. each. Um. So, so mine were St. Elijah and St. Gemma. Okay. Um, but the one that actually stuck out to me was Saint Mary Magdalene.
1: Hmm. Um
2: and she's been she's been a uh she's come up every now and then. She she popped up during my 30 day a okay. couple summers ago. But yeah, um no, I I really felt her
1: present to me. It was it was really beautiful. Okay. Yeah. that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Also see how that mystery unfolds in your diaconate. We shall, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> so that was you were so that was the ordination itself. Yeah. Um and then you had to give like a little little thank you at the end of a it. thank you. Yeah. 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 It was
2: just a thank you for everyone there. And it was a little bit nerve wracking because I wasn't sure if I had included all the bishops I needed to include. <laughs> and <maybe laughs> yeah, you don't want, pronouncing their names You don't want to miss the bishops. No, no. Um but yeah, people said it. Made sense. That's that's what you're going for, usually, in those, <laughs> in those coherent senses. cogent. Just, I just want you to understand what I'm saying. That's yep. right. Yep. So, but I was, uh, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. And there's definitely, you know, I've heard, you know, from you guys, like when you talk about um, ordinations and uh, how, like, There's almost a sense where it like it takes something out of you, yeah, like because it's just such an intense experience. And like I always heard that and was like, yeah, you know, whatever, you know, like. But like it was real. Like after the after the ordination, I just felt like, like what just happened, you know? Like, um, and I remember at one point I I went over the ball and I was like, I gotta get out of (laughs) here, like, (laughs) because I was starting to get like super, um. It was almost like it was overwhelming where, mm-hmm. like, I couldn't think straight, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I feel the way all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. And there was, there was this one point where, <laughs> you know, like, people are coming up to you, so they, like, want to congratulate mm-hmm. you and stuff. But there was this one point where, like, one of, like, the faculty members, like, came up to me to, like, congratulate me. And I had been, like, saying to my family, like, oh, thank you very much for being here. I love you. And giving them hugs. Yeah. And I almost did that. <laughs> With the person I was, I almost like went in for the hug and was like, I love you. Thank you for supporting me. And it was like really close. And I was like, okay, before I do something stupid, I got to get out
0: of here. That would have been hilarious. I think I I know you're talking about Taylor. Yeah,
2: it would have been something. That's great. But just the weight of like what the Lord had done. It was like, I wasn't,
1: I needed like space to like, you know, just process and receive everything that had happened, you know. I praise God for that. So the very next day. So you were ordained on a Saturday morning. Yes. The very next day was a Sunday. Yes. It was Divine Mercy Sunday. Mm-hmm. So you got to serve as a deacon for Divine Mercy Sunday. Have you had a chance to like either before or after kind of reflect upon that 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 sort of uh, providence for yeah. your diaconate?
2: Yeah. I think, I mean, that word providence, I think that's really, really big because, I mean— I think really the last year I've been really been um, just kind of looking into and reading a lot of like spirituality about abandonment and mm-hmm. whatnot and I think like at the heart of that message it's it's really trust and like that's really what divine mercy is all about yeah. it's about it's about trusting in the lord and abandoning yourself to his mercy um so I, it was almost kind of like a um like the lord kind of like bringing to fruition and really saying like this is what's at the center of like all of the, all of this, you know, like what, what does it really mean to, to abandon yourself to me? Like it's, it's, it's divine mercy, you know, and that's what I want you to do in your diaconate And I'm sure Mm. the rest of my life, you know, so, (laughs) so yeah, it was really, um, it was a privilege. It was really, it was really beautiful
1: to be able to, to deacon on that day. What was it like being a deacon at mass for the first time? Not, not, so I know you get to like kind of serve as a deacon at your ordination, but but now this was like this was just you on Divine Mercy Sunday. It was yeah. just you and Father. You were the yeah. deacon. Yeah. So what was that first mass like? That experience? It was,
2: and I'm still kind of experiencing this. But it was kind of like I was doing it, and I was like, "Am I allowed to do this? <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> like like going yes. up to
2: read the gospel, yes. and I'm like, like, can I do this? Yeah. Like this is okay? Yeah. Like it because you just watch that for so many years. Yeah. You know, you serve that. You're the you're the server. You're not the the deacon or the priest. So." Yeah. That's the thing that the deacon and the priest do, you know? So um, it was, again, there was part of it that was just kind of like surreal. Mm -hmm. I was just like, wow, like Mm -hmm. this is, this is, this happened. Like I'm a deacon. I can do this. Yeah,
1: It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, It was, it was pretty wild. Do you have any, do you have any highlights from just, or things that you like, you like were special moments of, of being a deacon for the first time at mass? Uh, I mean,
2: definitely preaching. Okay. Um, preaching was was pretty... It was also pretty cool because I was, again, I was just so tired. Um, and it was funny because I was trying to... I had put my homily together. Yes. And right before, you know, I was getting ready to print it off and and the printer basically started like growling at me, <laughs> yeah. like, like fighting with me. Yep. Uh, and I was like, okay, this is... This is terrible. Like, what am I gonna do? Um, and then, you know, one of the missionaries, we have, you know, missionaries in Detroit um came in and and she was like, Oh, well, if you send it to me, I could print it for you. And I was like, Okay, great. And so, of course, like I go to do that and my internet is down on my computer. And I'm just like, I'm not dealing with this. Like, (laughs) I'm not doing this. And so um I kind of had to go off of like whatever I could remember, but like even in that moment, it just kind of felt like like the graces that you receive. Indiac in it. Yeah. like it just felt real mm. you know like the Lord has ordained me to do this thing and so like he he saw that I did the best I could to get my notes there you know and it was just kind of like no I'm just we're just gonna
1: do this together you know um, so. well I find it interesting that you had been really like getting into abandonment yeah and trust. Yeah. And then for your first homily, the Lord just mm-hmm. like, okay, into <laughs> yeah, the deep yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. No <laughs> notes. No typed homily. Let's see how abandoned you are. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> how much for do sure. you trust in the Holy Spirit?
2: Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's, that's so beautiful. It was a good test on a good day, wasn't it? So, and he came through. So.
1: Those are the kind of the better kind of tests though. Yeah, I mean, like school tests are kind of like. No, we don't want those. Yeah. You prefer.
2: I'm still, I'm still a little bit Getting over the trauma of uh, finals, <laughs> the finals week. week. Yeah, I'm
0: sure you are too, brother. You but. guys
1: have worked very hard to get down here. Yeah. But now
0: we never have to learn again. <laughs> so thanks be to God for that. <laughs>
1: Learning is over.
0: <laughs> for a couple
1: months, maybe. <gasps> That's right. That's right. Well, praise God for that. Uh, so maybe just tell our listeners, what are, like, what are the things that Deacon can do now? Mm. So what are the things you can do that you were uh, previously unable to do. Yeah. You know, I'm not really sure. No, I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> Still figuring this one
2: out. <laughs> we found this man worthy to be ordained. <laughs> uh so um a lot of it is um so the deacon, first and foremost, is 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 meant to to serve and to help serve the the bishop and the priest traditionally. Um and so Things that I'll be doing, especially here this summer on the reservation, are are helping out with the sacraments that I can do, which are, are baptisms, um, and then you know fr- funerals and burials, and then weddings. Um, those are the the sacraments that I can do. I uh, Did some practicums for those, and don't don't know how much those have stuck. So I might have to do some practice yeah, again. That's but all right.
1: Abandonment. Um, we'll throw you in the de- the Lord likes <laughs> throwing you deeper. We'll
2: uh, <laughs> you'll be all right. That's right. Yeah. So and then um, and then again, just serving at mass, um, doing adoration, uh, um, reposing the Lord, and, and benediction. Um, I'm am able to bless, mm-hmm. but the blessing is different than the priest's blessing mm-hmm. because I've not yet received um, the priestly character, mm-hmm. so I can't bless in the capacity of a priest, which is in per- in the person of Christ. So the priest is configured to the person of Christ yes. and can bless. As Christ bless, blesses, blesses. Um, whereas a deacon um, doesn't have the ability to bless in, from his own person, but w- kind of with the authority in the church of the right. church, um, usually using a book of blessings or something like that in the in the context of some type of liturgy or yeah. something. Um, so, and then preaching, reading the gospel. A lot of it will be focused on on you know serving the mass and whatnot. But yeah, um, and then also you know. Part of being a deacon is is serving, so there's there's an emphasis on you know like works of mercy and, and charity, and so we'll see how the Lord puts some of those in my in my way. Okay, amen. Year. <laughs> no, Amen.
1: You've been laboring in the kingdom for for a while, mm. and you've obviously uh, you know were at Steubenville doing ministry, then you were doing uh, campus ministry at LSU, <clears throat> and then obviously doing ministry as a friar. Yeah. And so in those capacities, you know, you've gotten up in front of a group of people and and given a talk, given an exhortation, you know, uh, but how has, how, how, how's preaching after, uh, how is that different from what you have done in the past? Yeah. Do you feel
2: it to be different? Is it a different thing? I definitely do. Um, Again, because, and I, I don't, you know, I, I can't speak to every single deacon. Um, this, maybe this is just something that the Lord has allowed for me, but I definitely feel a specific grace mm. to preach within the context of a liturgy. Um, and I think it's also different because, you know, the 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 liturgy of the word, the reading from scriptures and the homily, I mean, they're meant to lead people to to the, the source and summit, you know, to the Eucharist, which the the is, is getting ready to to consecrate the blessed sacrament um so kind of knowing that you know that you're you're kind of like the um like the opening act <laughs> you know like the moment of crowd <laughs> yeah and like but like Jesus is the main show yeah. you know like he's the main yeah. attraction you know so um there is this this kind of feeling of like wow like like the lord's getting ready to come right and he's and he wants to just like touch these people's hearts yeah. really deeply, you know? So um, there is kind of a, a greater gravity to it for sure mm. because it's in the context of like, you know, every Eucharist is is making present the Lord's passion, you know? So really bringing people to the foot of the cross. Um, and I've only done it three times, but, you know, just- I um, was there for the first one. Yeah. <laughs> so you can feel, you could definitely feel the difference within a liturgy.
1: Yeah i just lost my question. Um, we were just talking about preaching. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You said, I loved how you just said this. You said that it's kind of like the opening act. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's a really, really great and beautiful perspective because I think so often we can come to mass and like the homily kind of becomes like, takes on like the central focal point. You know mm. what I mean? And, uh, and it's obviously tremendously important. You know what I mean? But but it is meant to to lead us to, to our participation and reception of the Eucharist. So I like that. The, it's the opening act. Yeah. You're the opening act
2: for the priest. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes the opening act is in, <laughs> isn't so great. <laughs> but, but you always
0: know the,
1: yes, the one that you came yeah. for. The
0: closure is going to come through. Yeah. The closure is going to come through. The grand through.
1: finale will be quite spectacular. <laughs> That's right. Our Lord <laughs> present in the sacrament of the Eucharist. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So... Uh, I guess we didn't really say this at the beginning uh, my I'm just I'm just not that good of a, of a host I apologize to our listeners but you guys are down here for the summer yes. on your summer assignments yes. so you will be spending uh, all of May all of June all of July mm-hmm. and maybe just the beginnings of August yeah. uh, serving here uh, our peoples on the Gila River reservation and, and auction and Salt River-hmm and serving as a deacon. And Brother Paul's gonna be helping out as well this summer. And that's why we're here. And that's where we're doing the Become Fire podcast with us. And so is there anything that you're really excited about and looking forward to uh, coming back to uh, the reservation and, and serving as a deacon for the summer? I mean, just everything, really.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I I, uh, I was super excited to be able to come down here to, to be a deacon. Um, just to be able to, to see all the people again, to visit all the missions and, um, be able to serve the masses, you know, even some of the, some of the priests that are covering for us, you know, really excited to be with them. And, um, it's, there's something about, uh, you know, we do our initial formation here. Mm -hmm. So there's something about coming back and, um, you know, it really does have kind of like a homey feel to it Mm. Um, So it's always, it's always fun coming back to Phoenix and seeing all the people and um, going over to St. Peter's and seeing the kids and the sisters and yeah, there's not really anything that I'm going to be doing that I'm like, oh, you know, this is going to be the worst, you know, (laughs) like, uh, like I'm actually looking forward to pretty much everything that I'm doing, you know.
1: Yeah. And we've got, uh, you'll be helping with a burial next weekend Mm -hmm. or next week. Uh, And then next weekend, you're going to be doing a bunch of baptisms. Yes. Uh, I don't think we have any weddings on the docket, so if you're looking to get married this summer, we got a <laughs> we got a deacon for you. You know, going to be assisting with confirmations with the bishop. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You'll that's be right. assisting at some confirmations. <laughs> yeah. uh, with our with the, with the bishops here. So that's we've got a we've got a busy summer ahead of the deacon. You get some house blessings scheduled as well. That's, yeah. yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah, it's gonna be great.
1: You're gonna be you got your work cut out for you. I do. Yeah, this to be expected. <clears throat> Very beautiful. And then if you would just tell us, uh, so that you'll be a deacon, and then what is next for you after, after this? Well, hopefully priesthood. it. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So, I mean, I
2: think the diocese, it's usually, you know, the Pentecost weekend. Right? I think it's the first weekend of June.
1: Oh, first weekend of June. Which okay. coincides with Pentecost more, more than you think it would. Okay. But
2: Yeah. So, God willing, you know, next summer. We'll see, we'll
1: see, you know. It's yeah, so like 13, <laughs> 13 months
0: from now. Yeah, but you, you would have one year of school left yep. to go back to Detroit. You finish out your last year. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then.
1: Yeah. And then you come back to the rest forever. Forever. We just locked you up down here. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Father Thin Mint. Father, Father thin, thin Mint, thin that's right. Dude. That's Father right. Thin Mint.
1: Well, sure. You might not be as minty fresh by then. You might be a little stale. We'll see. Wow. So, But <sighs> isn't it a new mint? That you will be newly mint. You'll be a newly minted priest, so. like double mint. Yeah. but is It'll is it, be a double mint. Nice. Yes.
0: Yes. Cause it's minting off the mint.
1: That's already been minted. Mm, yes. Excellent. Uh, this is awesome. <laughs> I'm ready for some ice cream. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm ready for some, my, some of that biscotti in the fridge right now. That mint biscotti. Oh my gosh. It was so good. So good. So good. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is a, uh, this is just a little preview of coming attractions for the summer. Did we address that also
0: Father Anthony is gone for the sabbatical?
1: We did. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Brother Paul's obviously not a listener to the podcast. <laughs>
0: but the question I have is <laughs> do you think Father Anthony's a listener of the podcast while he's on the sabbatical? Ooh. Because if you are Father Anthony, shout out to my, <laughs> shout out to the priest community servant
1: from your uh front brother Paul. <laughs> That's right. You know what? I don't think that Father Anthony is, but I know that his mother is. Mm. And so, and I think they're together right now. So there's a chance that she might pass this along. We'll put in a good word for us. That's right. That's right. Yeah. No. So our, our last episode was with Father Anthony explaining about a sabbatical. uh, And he is, he's, he's well away right now, holding it down out there in Europe and we're holding it down here in Phoenix and so that'll be the three of us for the summer. It's yeah. going to be an exciting installment for the Become Fire podcast. It's going to be a summer. It's going to be a summer. We have two friars on the other side of the world right now. We've. Oh, friars. that's right. Oh, that's right. Your classmate. Brother you want to share about what your classmate's doing?
2: Yeah, so Brother Lawrence, so his, um, after your first year of theology, you do what's called desert formation. And so he's going to have 30 days um, in the Holy Land and then I think also in Rome and then he does a 30 day silent retreat yeah so but right now he's is he Rome first I think he's in
0: Rome for like I think
1: it's it's 8 days you said something like that
0: I think so I think yeah like 6 days but I think it's 3 weeks 3 solid weeks in the Holy Land
1: yeah do do brother Lawrence and father Anthony realize that they're in Italy at the same time I sure hope not
2: (laughs) (laughs) I hope they run into each other so do I that would be (laughs) that would be amazing
1: that would be amazing Oh, uh, that's wonderful.
0: So uh,
2: hopefully a lot of grace. Father Antonin be saying
0: a mass, and a look back and Lawrence is in ecstasy. His beard will just be <laughs> sticking
1: out of the crowd.
0: <laughs>
2: like, I know that beard.
1: What's that beard doing here? Uh, that would be wonderful. Well, thank you, Brother Elijah, for taking us behind the veil uh, and sharing a little bit about your experience, about your heart, about your diaconate. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we're grateful to.
0: We <laughs> rejoice in your ordination. It's we a do. huge blessing yeah, for the yes. community. Amen. Uh, It truly is. It truly is. It's a victory. It's a win.
1: Well, we have come to that part of the episode where it is time for our final question. Oh, wow. Okay. Do you remember these, Brother Elijah? Yes, yes. It was always the part of the show that made me just a little bit queasy. Well... We're hoping this makes you feel a little minty today, okay. a little right. fresh.
0: But it also seems like you would have been the reason why you were queasy <laughs> well, I because you would... were asking the questions. <laughs>
1: yes, yes. So
2: it was, it was the anticipation of how it was mm. going to be received.
1: Ah, uh, yes, yes. We're a tough crowd, Father Anzio. Yes. But, mm. but the people loved it. You gave the people what they wanted. Now can I give the people what they want? We will find out right now. Our final question. Wow, is, that was really good. I feel like I'm on a game show. Wow, you're on the hot seat, my friend. Thank you. Okay. Our final question. So, you we were talking uh, this episode about what deacons can do. One of the things a deacon can do is preach. And so, is there a reading, uh, a particular like passage from the Bible or the Gospels, or a particular feast day of a saint or a church feast day that you are excited to preach about. Mm. We're not saying that you're going to give, you know, an awesome homily. We're just saying like this is a, a, a scripture that you love, or a feast day that you love. That you're like, man, like I can't believe I get to finally preach on. This is going to be so cool. Mm. It might it might be terrible, yeah, but you'll be excited. Yes, yes.
2: Um, Probably like anything from the book of Leviticus. Mm, yes. <laughs> or or maybe like, like a Wednesday in the 17th week of ordinary time. Yeah. Like a daily. Menu. Yeah.
0: <laughs> dude, dude, that got me so well. I just I did not expect you to say that.
1: And uh, that's hilarious. I think the people will be really excited to hear how you can crack open the book of Leviticus. Yes. For it's, them. it's a particular. I'm looking gift. forward to it as uh, well. Yeah. Um, not something we get very often in the, the lectionary, but when it comes, <laughs> when Deacon it Elijah comes, will be ready for it. When it comes,
2: <laughs> prepare yourselves. <laughs> um, I think like probably like the Immaculate
1: Conception, mm, you know, yeah. like some kind of uh, Marian feast yeah. would be. No, the Immaculate Conception, December 8th. Mm-hmm. Get yourself in front of Deacon Elijah. Well, yeah.
2: again, you never, you never said it would be a good option. Yeah, that's but. right. Yeah.
1: But you're so excited for it. So, Brother Paul, you are not preaching yet. But you will preach one day. Only with my actions. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Preach the gospel at all times, my friend. Uh, But besides your actions, is there uh, a feast day or a scripture passage that you are excited to preach about? Uh, most all, so probably the
0: midnight mass for Christmas. Wow, Christmas Eve
1: is there? Is there a particular reason why midnight mass? <laughs> I think it's
0: just uh so as a young boy, I remember going with my mother to the midnight mm-hmm. mass, and so there was like something really special about it. Mm-hmm. And then I remember, I just remember how powerful the midnight mass was here the first time I was I nice. was here for, it. and there was a yeah. particular friar who preached just like a really beautiful homily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so to try to recapture that same magical mm-hmm. experience, that's right. Again,
1: Great artist steal is what they say I would say for myself I I really 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 love the Gospel of John so preaching on that is my favorite but particularly in Lent when we do the scrutiny readings and I think it's the third fourth and fifth Sunday of Lent we get uh, the woman at the well the man born blind and then Lazarus and those are just you get them three weeks in a row and man it's just like it's just a feast I love it yeah so yeah, those are my favorite So, well, thank you guys for sharing. Yes. Thank course. you, Deacon Elijah, for for sharing your heart with us. This episode, sharing your life with us, and we will be back all summer. The three of us, the three amigos. Yes. On the Become Fire podcast. So, uh, good, Holy Deacon, would you please close us with a prayer? Yes, absolutely. In the, name of the
2: Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Father, we ask that you would just pour down your blessings upon all of those who are listening in now. We just lift up all of their intentions to you and. We ask, Blessed Mother Mary, that you be with us always. We thank you for your presence and your love for us. The Lord be with you.
0: And with your spirit.
2: May Almighty God bless us in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Become Fire podcast. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit can be found online at www.becomefire.faith. That's F A I T H. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit are also a 501c3 charitable organization. If you feel called in any way to give financially to their mission, please go
1: to www.becomefire.faith/give. That's becomefire.faith/give. May the Lord give you his peace. We'll see you next time.